0: Welcome to Deed and Truth, a podcast exploring loving God and loving our neighbors, not just in words, but also in actions, and with the Bible as the source and standard of truth. I'm Tommy Morris, and I'm Sean Shomer. Good to be back in the studio. Yeah, feels good. How you been doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Just all over with work. Yeah.
1: But trying to stay busy.
0: Getting to work a little closer to home now, so that's been good. A little bit. That's nice. Trying to stretch that out as long as I can. (laughs) That's good, man. That's good. So before we started recording, we were talking uh, just about various things, uh, trials, going through hard times, and kind of uh, keeping our heart postured towards the Lord. And we started talking about worship, and you were sharing that you had been reading some uh, today and this week, just about our heart of worship. I think worship can have some preconceived notions sometimes of what what that looks like. Like, what did you used to have, like... An idea of what you thought it was supposed to be? Uh, Yeah, I don't know if I ever
1: really had like a set in stone idea of what, you know, what it was supposed to be, you know, especially getting saved like late in life. But I mean, just going to church and trying to find out what it is and then find out what the Bible says and finding out that just the worship that we were experiencing on Sunday morning wasn't really the worship that we were looking for. It was more focused on focused on other things. So uh, just kind of stumbling through it, figuring out figuring out what it is, and just taking my experiences and just running them through the Bible and seeing what you know what is and what isn't.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I think most people probably associate worship with Sunday mornings. Yeah, and probably don't think and much that's, of it, that's it monday through saturday right <laughs> yeah yeah unless you do a wednesday night service like whatever night you'd have service that's worship yeah but even like our life group bible study like small group bible study i don't think people would aff- affiliate the word worship like with a bible study night yeah if you're not doing music because i think music tends to be that major association with worship
1: yeah for sure but, yeah, I mean, you can worship doing anything. Yeah. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And that's really the, like, the main topic here is how do we bring, like, worship into our everyday life, into our yeah. heart, you know? Do we, is it just worship from 9 to 10 on Sunday morning, you know, or... I mean what does the bible say about it and um it's it's everything it's it's not just god wants our all god wants our all <laughs> not just a not just an hour yeah. Yeah. or two hours and a uh, a prayer night you know on wednesday nights or whatever it's a uh, it's an everyday everyday thing and you can worship pretty much doing anything you just have to have the right heart for it
0: yeah i mean when you when you read psalm ninety five and it it goes through all this um, all these verses about worship, and I looked up the word worship and it meant to bow down or to lie prostrate before the Lord uh, to do reverence it didn't say to show reverence it said to do reverence so there's like an action word there, but all of it was really about taking this posture of humility you know before the Lord and You know, that might mean that we're in our home and we get down on our knees or we lay down on the floor and we pray and worship the Lord. But more than that, I think it's about our heart. Like we're to bow our heart, to kind of bend our heart down in a a posture of humility and uh, submission and surrender to the Lord. Like that's really what it is. It's about a heart thing, you know, And, and our heart carries with us seven days a week our heart for worship doesn't just check in and out on Sunday mornings.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, driving to work, you're on Highway 98, we can <laughs> we can worship
0: God. Uh, it's probably a good place to focus yeah, on worship with it's God. A, it's yeah. a good place to start.
1: <laughs> but, you know, depending on which way you go, whether, you know, you're going to Hurlburt or Eglin Field, if you're driving towards the sunrise, you're driving towards a beautiful creation that God is raising this sun, causes the sun to rise and fall and, and just paints the sky every morning. And usually traffic is really bad that time of day, (laughs) depending on where you're at. And then on the way home, you know, you're driving towards the sunset. Yeah. I mean, it's so, um, you just gotta, you just gotta try to find the good, not to sound like too, sappy or whatever but you got to <laughs> find the good in um in everything everything around you you're in a vehicle you so god has provided you to have a vehicle maintain a vehicle mm-hmm. and and drive on this road you're not in a wreck right now so that's something to be praiseworthy <laughs> yeah, about yeah. um and uh yeah i mean just seeing like the trees around you we live you know on a beachside community. Yeah, part of the ride down the highway. I mean, you can see you can see the Gulf of Mexico, you can see the Barrier Islands and all that. It's cool, you know. Yeah. So I like nature's super
0: cool, and, well, and it, it reminds us of His glory. It does. It really points to the awesomeness of God when you think about all that He created. Yeah, I know you're like you're big. You're super big on <laughs> on nature and just how awesome God is and all that He created. Like, yeah. Like you love looking at that I do. And, and that that I do. really it, drives it your heart me. to worship.
1: It does. It draws me to worship. Yeah. 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 I mean, when I got saved, I was looking at the trees and I was like, oh man, like this, <laughs> I've never seen this tree like this way before. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I mean, if, you know, if you're not a nature freak, you know, there's other stuff too, but just, just knowing that, um, God will, God will meet us where we're at. You know, we we're not going to hop in the car and, uh, you know, be frustrated one day and then the next day just be all like, you know, happy-go-lucky and worshiping, you know. Right. Uh, so it takes practice um, for sure. You know, James says, uh, count it all joy when you meet various trials. You know, not that driving down 98 is a trial, but, you know, sometimes it can be. It can be. It can be. So, and, but uh, just... Just that practice, you know, it it takes... James says that faith without works is dead. Like, we we have the faith. Now we need to put forth the works. Yeah, put it into action. Yeah, put, put our faith into action. So, how are we doing that?
0: Yeah, I think the key to that is that it's faith over feelings, right? Like, some days, you might be facing trials, as James says. And we're, we're called to count it joy, all joy. And it's like, well, how in the world, do I feel joy in the midst of a trial, you know, but in, in all things, we're, we're supposed to have the joy of the Lord and, and put faith over feelings. I mean, maybe it's not a trial. Maybe we just feel kind of mundane, like kind of blah Mm -hmm. Monday, you know, and uh, maybe we're feeling depressed, you know, maybe we're angry, who knows, whatever it is, worship is not about whether you feel happy. You know, I think that's the key. Like, it's not, Count it all happiness when you face trials. It's not about that feeling. Joy is more of an eternal picture. You know, looking at the eternal scheme of things, you know, in Christ's ultimate victory, you know, and having that heart of, of just keeping things in perspective, the bigger picture, the eternal picture. I might not necessarily be happy in the moment. My, my emotions might not meet me right there, right then. But I think if we step on faith and we start to worship, I, I think our emotions can catch up.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and God will meet us there yeah. for sure. As long as we're being faithful, If if we're in the dumps due to sin, repentance. If we're just in the dumps, as long as it's not like a sin issue, just put forth that, just grind forward, grind forward towards it. And God'll meet you there. He he wants if you're if you're truly worshiping, thanking God, praising God, confessing, you know, and just talking with God through that, like he'll he'll meet you there for sure. So like I said, if it's a sin issue, of course repentance first. And then if you're just if you're just depressed, you know, just it and now it takes a lot of work for sure. And you gotta die to self because for me personally, whenever whenever I start like spiralling, I'll just throw like a pity party, you know, like woe is me, like yeah. how could this be happening to me, you know, type of deal and just and I just think about that all the time and I'm not I'm not thinking about I'm not thinking about what's true, honorable, just, pure, lovely and commendable, like Philippians four, four eight. Yeah. Think about these things. And so that's whenever your, whenever your thoughts start spiraling, just kind of run it through that Philippians filter of, is it true? Is it honorable? Is it just? Is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it commendable? And usually I get to, is it true? No. Okay. I need to, I need to throw this away.
0: Right. I don't even
1: make it to the other ones. Yeah. But like, okay, is it true? Yes. Is it honorable? Mm, Not really. Yeah. And so, you know, think about these things, think about the things that are True, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, and you know, practice. And then Paul goes on to say, practice these things, and you know, the peace of God will be with you. Yeah. So it, I mean, there's there's tons of scripture for it, and it, it takes practice, but that's that's what we're called to do.
0: Yeah, and it you know, scripture says that God inhabits the praise of His people. You know, so like you say, He'll meet us there, and so sometimes even when we're not feeling it. You know, step out on faith and and worship. You know, and worship can be different things. It it might be singing, but worship in scripture is also shouting. You know, I think about he who's forgiven much loves much, right? Like if you're if you're forgiven so great of a debt that it, I mean, it's life changing or life saving. You might shout a little bit, right? It's okay to <laughs> shout. Like that's we're not getting weird. We'll shout for our football teams, but we're scared to shout for Jesus because we might feel awkward or judged by it. But (laughs) it's okay to be that excited about what God's done for you. But also there's a proclamation. I mean, it could just be simply proclaiming verbally, just speaking forth God's attributes, you know, or the names of God. Like there are ways to worship him just in simple proclamation. You know, Job, Job talked about, Naked I came to this earth, and naked I shall return. And then he goes on to talk about that the will of the Lord would be accomplished, that the, the will of the Lord could not be thwarted. And, and he, he always talked about the fact that God was sovereign. In his proclamations, it, it said that Job worshipped, you know, which is crazy with all that Job went through. Yeah. But in his worship, really, the verses right after that, is it said he worshipped, or him just making proclamations that essentially saying God is sovereign, his perfect will will be accomplished, you know, and and that he's just, he's a great God and that I trust in him. And it was just this factual proclamation. It wasn't singing, it wasn't dancing or shouting. It was just proclaiming, you know, who God was and the fact that he was sovereign over all things.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and who suffered more than Job?
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. I love the,
1: the, like the last three or four chapters of Job where God is speaking and he's like who's have have you drawn leviathan out of the deeps with a hook <laughs> <laughs> have, have, have you created the ostrich yeah. where were you when the universe was created and it's just like question after question yeah. after question and it's like whoa and so like reading reading through like reading through Job is great mm-hmm. and then whenever God speaks in Job that's that's a really cool one that could draw you to worship yeah. too, and just kind of put it in perspective because it's it's like three chapters of God just like proclaiming like I did this, I did yeah. this, I did this. Remind you of how great God <laughs> yeah. is. I made I made yeah. an ostrich that doesn't fly <laughs> and it runs faster than a horse. You know, yeah. so, the, the job's super cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the beauty of that is just us moving outside of our preconceived notions of maybe what worship is supposed to be it doesn't have to be this thing where we s- set the stage you know we don't have to have the perfect setup we already said it doesn't have to be music doesn't music doesn't have to be involved at all we just need to to first of all get that understanding that that we can worship outside of a certain setting we don't have to have the lights dimmed to low we don't have to have the mood right we don't have to assume a specific posture <laughs> And it doesn't have to be singing. It can just be in everyday life. It can be in proclamations and singing and shouting and, and just talking, any of that. But even Paul writes that, um, that we're not to be conformed to the image of this world, right? That we're supposed to present ourselves as a living sacrifice and says, this is your spiritual worship. And so when you look at that, an act of worship is just walking in holiness, walking out our sanctification, that is our spiritual worship. So there's another element of, of just growing in Christ, in a sense that we are allowing our hearts to be changed, to be conformed more to His image. And I think that's kind of what James is hitting at. You know, when it's counted it all joy when you face trials of many kinds, those trials will, will bring purging. You know, that it will uh, purge our hearts of sin, help purge flesh, help us to be more refined, to look like Christ. It's part of that sanctification process, and going through that is worship. You know, being faithful in that mm. is worship.
1: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be a big grand thing. No. Yeah, God will meet, and God will meet us there. He, we can expect God to meet us there. So, whenever we're in trials, you know, God will meet us there for sure. But whenever we're not in trials, we should we should encourage those who are going through trials. Uh, I mean, we're called to encourage one another and just be there in fellowship with one another. Uh, So, and, and hopefully your brothers will encourage you back. Yeah. Uh, And we can be, I mean, we can worship in like in our fellowship with one another in our time that we spend and you know, in our Bible studies or life groups and all that. You know, we're not necessarily singing, but we can be there to pray for one another, hear one another, and comfort and encourage one another, lift one another up. And that can be a form of worship, too. I mean, in, in everything we do, whether we eat or drink or whatever we do, do all to the glory of God. So just having that little question in the back of your head is like, how can I glorify God? In this situation. Yeah. Walking through the grocery store, driving down 98.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, all the little things. Because I I, I think when we're on the spiritual highs, it's easy to, to praise. And then when we are facing trials, maybe it's not easy, but there's all these verses that come to mind and we know we're supposed to worship. I think worship can get lost more in the everyday mundane things. Holding clothes, doing dishes, putting gas in the car, you know, like you said, going to the grocery store. Like just these everyday whatever's of life can be things that kind of just, we can get so routine with stuff that we're not even thinking about God in those moments. We're just in like autopilot of got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. And, And we can almost forget to be in an attitude of worship. Mm -hmm. In those moments, you know, in those little small moments. Yeah. But if we really are thinking like everything we do, we can do for the glory of God, then we can look at it and say, well, this thing I'm doing, this helps provide for my family or this small gesture of grocery shopping for a friend blesses them. It's, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but I'm doing this unto the Lord to bring glory to the Lord. Honoring our family, loving our spouse well—that brings glory to God. Mm-hmm. So, in that, we can do those things in a, with with a heart of worship.
1: Yeah, and it's good not to forget, you know, forget about God in those times where yeah. we're, you know, just just riding that riding that high, yeah. so to say. You know, it's good not to it's good not to forget, you know, just that. That we're not struggling, we're not going through trials. Yeah. Um. But as soon as you know, as soon as we hit trials, it's like, oh Lord, we need you. (laughs) Yeah. You know. But you know, where were you yesterday when the grocery store? Yeah. You know. But God will still meet us there. He's He's faithful.
0: Helena's been really good with that because I I mean I'll confess I'm not the best at that. It's easy for me to get just kind of going with daily life. Helena's the one that'll help me slow down and be like. We should be thankful and praise God that we're able to go to the grocery store today. You know? Like that's yeah. a blessing. Like thank God for that and just remembering to give him praise for just a lot of the daily things that can become routine or we can take for granted.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and she's helping to encourage you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's yeah. awesome. Definitely. Well, any final thoughts on worshiping God in everyday life?
1: Just I mean, just sharing sharing with others, sharing our trials, sharing our, our highs, our lows, Uh, it it helps people to relate. It's like, oh yeah, I'm not the only one, you know, who, who struggles. I'm not the only one who, you know, has, has big stuff happening, you know, so, so sharing and, and fellowshipping, worshiping in that, in that fellowship, finding, you know, finding some community of like good, solid believers that can, that you can share the highs and lows with and they can help hold you accountable in those times. Yeah. Yeah. I'd or, say just, or just be like, just a friendly reminder, you know, in, in times where times are good, just a you know, a friendly little reminder.
0: See, that's actually what I was just about to say. Cause <laughs> I thought, cause you've done that before. You've been good about that. Like in the middle of the day, just randomly you would send like a verse. Or like an encouragement, you know, to the group me, you know, and I remember that and it's just like, wow, like in those moments, people can be busy going about doing whatever, but in that moment it's like, ding. And then it's, it's encouraging scripture, you Yeah, know, And so, so appreciate you for that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. No pressure, but <laughs> yeah, you know, keep Bl- going. Blushing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is, it's a, it's a, it's an encouraging thing. So, you know, I think even in that we can read something or we can have a moment uh, and kind of think to keep that to ourselves. But it is, it's an, encouraging, uh, an encouragement to others to share that and to help remind them and point their eyes back to Christ. Yeah. And, and, you know, we never know when we could be spurning someone else on to, to a time of worship just by that one little, you know, verse or something to help as a reminder to, hey, look to Jesus right now. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: In our worship, we can encourage others. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're in the same boat. Yep. Yep.
0: It's good stuff, man. Thanks for bringing nice. it up today. That's it's all good I, to talk about that's it. That's all I got. It's, good. it's <laughs> good to have this reminder, man. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's in all things we can worship God and, and in the littlest things, you know, we encourage you all to, to just keep an attitude of worship as you go throughout the day and just lift up the name of Jesus and Your time in the car and when you're doing chores or when you're cooking, um, just be in an attitude of prayer, be in an attitude of worship, lift the the name of the Lord high and just tell him how great he is and and how awesome he is. You know, it's good to thank him for what he's done, but take time to just worship him for who he is. Mm. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We, are, we drop new episodes every Monday, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. That way you don't miss an episode. Uh, you can check us out on social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, and we're now doing YouTube. So you can check us out there by searching Deed and Truth Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter by searching Deed underscore Truth, or you can check out the website, deedandtruthpodcast.com. You can leave us a review there, which we would encourage you to do, please. You can also drop us a line or even leave a voicemail on there. We would be glad to check your voicemail and maybe answer your questions on one of our future episodes. So, all right, we look forward to hearing from you. And until next time.